Hello and welcome to the Living Diary Podcast. Starting with diary cell entries, the Living Diary Podcast discusses life lessons, self-improvement, and the many experiences this world has to offer. In authentic and sometimes hilarious takes, we uncover how to live a rich and fulfilling life while documenting our growth. I'm your podcast host, Bayana. I can't wait to get into today's entry. So that was a little, that was a new intro, and I think I love the way it flows because I wanted to, you know, change it up a bit. But anyway, so this entry is entry number 10, and it's called What's With This Passion Business? So let's get into the entry. Dear Living Diary, as it turns out, I truly don't have anything that makes me light up or resonate with me deeply. I have areas, but nothing specific. This used to freak me out, but now it doesn't. I used to feel annoyed at times, but now I feel at peace with it. With a blank canvas, my future can paint itself. Whatever the painting ends up looking like, I'm sure to like it. Everything I do, I want to do. Everything I do, I love. I keep on trying things out, and I manage to get a step closer each time. Living this way might be frustrating at times, but I honestly wouldn't want to live in any other way. I'm so grateful for it all. So this entry, the idea for this entry started when I was cleaning in the morning. Because when I I woke up not feeling 100%, I felt kind of tired and lethargic, whatever. But what de-stresses me? When I'm really stressed out, what de-stresses me is cleaning. I know, kind of counterintuitive, but cleaning, the reason why it de-stresses me is because when you clean, you might like, when someone cleans, okay, your brain is kind of switched off, especially when you're doing dishes. When doing dishes, something happens. It's like you go into like highway, like when people drive and, and just, they just driving around and then they don't know how they end up home. Or when they're driving to work, they don't, they kind of zone out. So that's what happens to me when I'm cleaning. I'm zoning out. And then if I'm not listening to something, then I'm just thinking about whatever's stressing me out. And usually the biggest epiphanies have come to me when I was washing the dishes. So I was cleaning the kitchen. And when I'm not, when I am listening to something, it's usually a podcast or a YouTube video that that I can listen to and like while I'm in that state I can just get positive messaging and then from that positive messaging and cleaning the forks and spoons I might also get an epiphany the best epiphanies happening happen when you're cleaning doing laundry um sweeping the floor mopping it um cleaning dishes it's a thing so I was doing that earlier today and I was stressed out so I put on um a YouTuber I usually watch is Alexis and she's a self-improvement um, YouTuber and that particular video that she was talking she was talking about um, how to get out of your own way when you're trying to get your dream life get out of your own way so once you once you try to take actions to for what you want in life sometimes you can unconscious unconsciously self-sabotage yourself so she was telling us, explaining how to counter that. So I was listening to that. And there was a point where she was explaining how do you know your desire is a true desire 
and she was explaining that when you have a true desire like a true passion you feel it in your body like not always I suppose but I find this true to be me especially looking back at the past things that I used to love um it feels like your whole body is screaming for you like yes this is it it's like an aha moment so but then when she said that I was like I was doing a project at that point I was doing a project it's something that I've been thinking about for a minute a project that I used to do and I didn't feel that way I was kind of just like I want to get I wanted to do it and I still want to do it the project but I didn't feel passionate about it I felt proud of myself for going for it and taking action but not everything that you take action with is a passion it could be just something that you're trying out to find your passion which might be something else so then I was sitting there and I was like I haven't felt that way that passionate feeling in a long time and um I don't have anything like that right now because everything that I'm doing I like And it's something that I love, but nothing, aha, if you get what I'm trying to say, nothing I do strikes me with lightning. That's how I want to feel. I want to feel struck by lightning. (laughs) Okay, maybe not literally, but you get what I'm trying to say. I want to be, I want to have something and have it be like, this is it. But I haven't felt like that in a while the first time I felt like that it was with is when I wanted to be an occupational therapist I was 14 and let me google what occupational therapist is so I can explain it in a way that isn't confusing google don't let me down so according to kidshealth.org okay so occupational therapy is a branch of healthcare that helps people of all ages who have physical, sensory, or cognitive problems. And this is something I wanted to do when I was younger. This is something that I was thinking of and I thought was my dream. And that this struck me with lightning when I was 14. And it was because um, I have a family member that needed it. And I used to go with them to their therapy sessions I thought that was pretty cool and then I aligned my entire actions aligned my extracurriculars everything towards this thing but it ended up not being the thing that I wanted to do when I was older because I wanted I I, I, first of all I wanted to be a pediatric occupational therapist and I did some volunteer work And I found out as much as I loved it, it absolutely, for like 12 hours straight, 10 hours straight, with working with kids. Because with kids, when you're working with kids, you, as somebody who was a kid once, and as somebody who always wanted an older sister. Because I feel like if you're the eldest, you always want like an older person, but that's not your parents. Um... And as a kid who wanted that, I was never given it. Even to this day, 
I mean, I'm starting to, but I'm 23 now. But when I was a kid, I desperately wanted that person. And this it just never happened. So, and I understand, like, even one of them, one of the older people that I wanted to be, like, an older sister to me, said to me, what did she say? She said, I actually don't want to be here with you. Actually, I'm just doing this because somebody told me to. I actually don't want to spend time with you. And that crushed me as a kid. So as an adult working with children, and when I'm in contact with a kid, I make sure 100% I'm giving them my full attention. I'm doing, I'm playing with them. I'm smiling. I'm listening. And I have to give 100% to 100% of the children there. And that's something that I will not compromise on, especially with children. So when I was when I was um, doing this event for this for these kids, and another thing that's really weird is that <laughs> I don't know why, but mothers always leave their children with me, even if I just met them. Um, I'm flattered, and I personally say this with pride because that means. If kids like you and mothers like you, you're probably all not that bad, you know. So, um, <laughs> so um, yeah. So kids were always been left with me. Let 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 let's not get off topic here. Let's go back to the volunteering day. So I was doing an event and I was with those kids, and I w- and there was like what twelve kids, twelve kids. I think it was like it was like an event. And all the mothers were supposed to be there, but they all left and left me with these about 12 kids, all like all younger ones crying, ones running around, ones doing gymnastics and all that. They left me and they're all like, they saw that I was doing a job and like, okay, time for mommy time. So they all left and I had to make sure it's just it's not even something I'm complaining about it's a need okay every kid needed to feel seen to feel included um they need to they need to have fun they need to eat obviously so I was taking care of all that but at the end of it I was so unbelievably drained because I had to give 100% to 100% of the kids there and that's not a bad thing at all that's not a bad thing at all it was just that I noticed that I was getting really tired even though I loved it so at the end I decided after that event that perhaps I don't want to do anything in pediatric health care and I was looking at other health cares stuff and it didn't it didn't resonate with me as much so I gave that up and I lost that lightning feeling that I had and then I was on to the next thing, which was a marine biologist. <laughs> and I'm laughing because I have a fish phobia. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, I was like, I want to be a marine biologist. And then I I get scared every time. Like, I, it's really hard for me to walk through the fish side of the grocery store. I'm, I'm really severely freaked out by fish. Um, at the same time, I like sushi. <laughs> so I'm very contradictory. If I don't look, I'm okay with fish as long as it doesn't resemble a fish. So filleted, and I don't like the way fish tastes. I only like fish raw. Uh, salmon is an exception. 
uh, it has to be filleted and it tastes like meat. So whatever. But <laughs> I, I thought I wanted to be a marine biologist because um, I like nature a lot. So I was like, marine, I love the ocean. Like, I literally love the ocean. I cannot. I don't see myself living in a place that is not, does not have a beach. I can't stand it. So I need to be in an ocean. Like, not in an ocean, but near an ocean. So I was thinking, if I love the ocean so much, why won't I be an oceanographer or marine biologist? And then, obviously, I didn't get that thunder strike. Because, you know, when you're not supposed to do something, if you're, like, researching it all the time, whether or not you should be it, because that's probably something that you don't. So I said no. Then I said, you know what? Maybe I want to be a doctor. And then um, I was, I was in... I was helping a family member. Uh, I was I was with accompanying a family member to the hospital, and they were getting injections, and I fainted, and I really fainted. I it's actually embarrassing. I fainted on a nurse, um, and then they put me in the ER next to the person getting the injections, and then uh, then I realized I don't really. I mean, I I don't really like hospitals that much. Um. Probably not. I don't really like hospitals because if you have a, I had a family member that wasn't well. So I was always in the hospital. So I kind of, I guess I kind of got sick of it. So then I, then I couldn't do that. So then I had a lightning strike. I was like, maybe I want to be a pediatrician. Same problem. No, no. Then I was like, maybe a rheumatologist. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I really had no idea. Uh, then I said no. Then I was like, okay, if I can't be in a healthcare field and I love nature, I'm practically a granola bar. So um, let's try something in nature. So then I uh, was like, I don't know where this came from at all. <laughs> then I was like, I want to be an agricultural engineer. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know at all. Okay. I don't remember. I don't know. I watched like a, I watched like a, um, I don't know how I got to this conclusion because I, I realized I wanted to try being an agricultural engineer after watching an interview of Elon Musk. I, I don't know what that correlation was, but I was like, okay, I want to be an agricultural engineer. and. Uh, I thought that's what I want to do. But when I decided I wanted to be an agricultural engineer, then I said, okay, what do I need to do to, do to learn that? So then I went on um, Quora, as one does, and I searched up how to, what do I need to learn? And they're like, okay, you need to know R programming, you need to know data science, blah, blah, blah. You know, Python, and this and that. They're giving a bunch of programming languages. So I started learning it. And I was having fun, actually. So I was like, okay, maybe this is it. But then I was like, where can I work with this degree? So I looked it up and surprisingly, and not a lot of places, but then I was like, but I really like this, uh, engineering thing. I really like that. I really like that, that, the engineering piece. I really like the engineer. So I was like, okay, I want to be an engineer, but what kind? So then I was like mechanical as, you know, I was watching a YouTuber on that. It was like, uh, I don't really like it. And then I was like, okay, what else? Not that one. And I was just looking at a list. I couldn't figure out what. 
Then eventually I was like, computer engineer, that's pretty broad. And then I was like, but I want to do something with, with, um, with nature still at that point. But then eventually I kind of narrowed it down just to, I really like software engineering. That was what it was. But I want to use software engineering in an environmental place. And then I was looking at the jobs with that and I didn't like any of the jobs that they were offering. And then um, I eventually said, you know what? I, I don't know. I just like the engineering, computer engineering, not computer engineering because that was too electrical for me. So computer science and engineering because I liked that degree because I wanted to know something about the hardware of computers. And um, yeah, I did that. And then Besides that, I had a huge passion passion with business. But I guess we'll get back to that later. So now, at 23 years old, I decided, well, first of all, let me just say it took me six years to graduate high school and two years to settle into community college. So maybe that could be a story for another day. But, um, yeah. So right now I'm 23. And I and I want and I'm in class for computer science and engineering. That's what I'm doing at the moment. And even though I love it, I'd have no idea what I want to do with it. Like I don't know the manifestation of everything that I'm learning. I really don't know. I don't know at all. And that's something new for me because when I was young, I've always knew what I wanted. I always had lightning strikes back then. But all those lightning strikes were false or like were temporary. But I don't know. I don't know. I just know that I like what I'm doing. I love what I'm learning. It's challenging. And um, yeah. And the same goes with business. We'll circle back to that. Business has been a passion of mine for a very long time. Um, even... Like when I was deciding on this major, I was just, I was trying to choose between business major or a computer science and engineering major because that's how much I love them. I love both of them. And I really love entrepreneurship, right? But at the same time, I am I'm passionate about making businesses, but I don't know what business I want to make. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And... I don't know. I really don't know. And, but I like studying about business. I love reading about business. I love learning about it. Cause I, when I was a kid, my dad used to leave random financial documentaries in the background when I was a kid and I would watch them and absolutely love it. I was like, Oh my God, why did he take the, the, the dollar away from the gold standard? Oh my Lord. Why did he do that? Oh my God, inflation. Oh my God, world order. Like I was, I don't know. I was like macroeconomic nerd for real. And I absolutely enjoyed all that stuff. But, and even now I plan to minor in entrepreneurship. So it's still there. But I don't know. Like I have all the... I have a direction, right? I have a direction. And I think direction is important. 
Um, I'm not completely lost. I don't view myself as lost at all. But um, with this, I just I just have like a couple things I like. I'm in the right area. I have areas, but nothing definite and concrete or super specific. At first, that would freak me out, especially if I was to talk to my younger 14-year-old self, she would have a stroke. Why? Because she was the type of person to write, um, like, how much stuff did she write? She wrote my life till I was 30. She sat down and she wrote everything when I, till I, I was 30. So basically, I had a list of things I wanted to do. At 16, I want to go here. At 18, I want to go to Harvard. At that point, I want to get married at 21. I don't know. Um, but she had a very extensive list, the younger me. And she planned everything out till I was 30 years old. Safe to say I've done absolutely nothing on that list. <laughs> she would be so angry at me until I explained it to her. Until I explained it to her anyway. But um yeah, so I and it's not so bad. At first at first I was like, I need to find my passion, I need to do this, I need to try that. But honestly, the key is I've learned, if you feel this way, is just to try a bunch of things out. As you can see from all the things that I have thought were my lightning strikes, it wasn't any of them, but I tried them anyway, and they got me closer to where I am today. It keeps It's like a process of an elimination, right? You have the whole world and everything in it. Just try one thing at a time, and you find that maybe you try something in this area and figure out, okay, I don't, I don't want anything from that area. So that area is X'd out and you can try the next thing and the next thing. Or if you're in the right area, then you can cut things down. But um, really, and it's not that scary at all. It's not that scary. It used to feel scary, but it kind of feels exciting. Why does it feel exciting? Because a lot of the things that I'm doing, I never thought I would. Right, podcasting? I tried it out and I end up loving it. I love podcasting. It's especially this concept and looking at other podcasts, I don't really see anyone doing this concept, um, especially with the diary style entries or whatever, but I'm enjoying it. I'm trying something new. I'm enjoying it. And this is important to me. And maybe not all passions start with a lightning strike. Maybe it builds up to it. Maybe. But um, I'm still trying things out. And because I'm keeping it open, I really have no idea what my life will look like in five years, ten years. Heck, I don't know what it'll look like in like three months from now. Really, I really don't. Um, But I think it's fun that way. It's fun. Because if you are super, super detailed, then... I think it was a quote by Oscar Wilde or something. I don't I don't remember. But <laughs> but yes, I think I think it doesn't matter. If you paint your canvas of your future beforehand and it looks like it, that's amazing. But if you don't paint it, then it'll paint itself, like I said in the entry. And I think that's beautiful too. Like I have like nothing that happened to me this past year I anticipated. I traveled to places I never thought I would travel to. 
um especially because I took a leap that leap of faith of leaving my family to go to school um I I never expected it I never expected to like travel to different cities and different states and whatever I didn't expect to travel um internationally even though I spent the majority of my life overseas but anyway I I think it's it's really it feels I know it feels scary but it's really a blessing not to know everything because it makes life really exciting if you can get to that point of acceptance and um this all these things didn't start happening to me until I said you know what it is what it is it is what it is. I no longer started planning because uh like this easygoing person of me version of me didn't start until I think early this year. This is not a recent this is not a long time thing at all. This is very, very recent. For example, I've always been the type of person to pack my suitcase two weeks before, a month before for the trip that I'm on right now. I didn't I didn't pack it to the day of the flight, which is crazy. That's not the person I used to be. I used to really try to plan everything meticulously, not live in the moment, living in my head and all that. And plan, plan, plan the future to the to the extreme of details. Tiny details. And um that that wasn't for me. That wasn't for me. But, um, yeah. So this way of living was just pretty much being open. I don't know. I just go with the flow now. There was just a point where I was planning earlier this year. I was planning everything to the T. And then I noticed each and every plan I had went to waste. Each and every goal I had I didn't reach for some reason. And honestly, I think the reason that all my plans kept on falling through was to teach me that maybe the best plan is no plan what I'm okay so there's a there's a balance to this if you don't have any plan at all or no direction at all I don't think that's good either but being the opposite and being extremely meticulous is not good either I guess you have to pick and choose for me I decided you know what I have like several goals I want let me just focus on those goals, main goals, and be very general with them. Like, I want to go to school. And maybe I'll choose a school. I want to go to this school. Okay. How am I going to get that? Get to that school? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> um, like, or, okay. Uh, like, everyone has, like, a vision they want for their lives. And if you don't, I would ask you to... Look at the people that you admire greatly. See, or if you don't have anyone you admire, admire maybe someone you envy or are jealous of. Because you wouldn't be jealous if you didn't care. And you wouldn't be jealous if you didn't. The whole thing, the definition of jealousy, hold up, let me pull up the dictionary. I'm not trying to butcher this and make myself look not smart. So jealousy, Google, do your thing. Jealousy definition. 
the state of feeling jealous. Why? Thank you. Why? Thank you. That that clears up. Okay. The feeling of showing a envious resentment of someone of their achievements, possessions, or perceived advantages. Advantages. So this this is um, a kind of strong definition, but you feel that way because of their achievements, possessions, or advantages. And I'm not shaming you for it because I felt like this before. And um, But usually, it's because you want that for yourself. Because if you didn't care, like if I see someone say, oh my God, I put my, I put my head in an alligator's mouth, I'm not going to feel jealous. <laughs> I'm not going to feel jealous at all. I'm like, okay, okay, that's your thing, I suppose. But I'm not going to feel jealous because they did it because it doesn't matter it doesn't matter to me i don't want to put my head in an alligator's mouth so i don't care <laughs> i don't care but if it's someone like oh my if someone has like a amazing and plus nowadays if you grow or if you work on yourself or if you have if you do the inner work you won't feel jealous anymore you feel admire you would admire it that jealousy turns to someone turns to into inspiration hello it turns into ins- inspiration so i was uh watching a k-drama <laughs> and <laughs> i was watching this venue this wedding venue right and usually i would feel jealous oh my god oh my god but when i felt and ad- when i admired that thing i was like okay that's what i want that's exactly what i wanted so um so maybe if you don't have like if you don't know what you like or what you're or, or what you want for yourself, then try to look at the things that you admire, because I know you that you're you are a growing person, meaning you're into growth and self development, especially if you're listening to this podcast. So look at the things that you admire, because it doesn't it it means a lot to look at that, and it's a reflection of what you want, because everything is a mirror, right? Everything is just a mirror. So if you admire something, that's something that's available for you. So, like, for example, for myself, or no, let's not use myself. Mm. Okay, so if a person is looking at someone who has, like, a off-the-grid, slow, cottagecore life with their six children, and they're looking at them with, um, looking at that person and admiring them greatly and almost, like, like, they really admire that person they really are like wow oh my god that's so cool but they look at someone else who's living a soft luxurious life and not really so invested in that then that's both lifestyles are good and fine and dandy but you admire that person more so maybe you want to try that out and if not that specific thing there might be something else that's there that you don't see so maybe you see the fact that she's a wife or that she's a spouse and you're like, okay, maybe that's the thing that you want. Maybe not the whole cottagecore thing. Or maybe you admire the the peace that she has or the happiness or the smile that she wears or or something else. So it might not be that exact thing, but it could be something within that or nested within that that you want. So it's, 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 it's fun to explore what you admire. But anyway, so I don't know why I brought that up. And I know you guys are annoyed. <laughs> I know each and every episode I'm like I need to get keep something I keep a keep a um notepad but you get what I'm saying 
You get what I'm saying? What I said was clear. You got what I got. So anyway, now I don't. <laughs> anyway, whatever what I whatever I was saying was clear. Um, <laughs> let's see the entry. Anyway, this use uh, as it turns out, I don't have anything that makes me light up. Well, nothing specific. Um, I used to feel <laughs> reading the diary entry again to see if I missed anything. Everything I do, I I mean it's true. I do everything I'm doing right now is open. Oh my god, I wish I remembered. Ah, that's okay. It's only episode ten. It's only episode ten. You only get better from here. This entry is way better than the first entry. It's all about growth. It's all about growth. But seriously, what did I? <laughs> Seriously, like, get all, all this philosophical mirror stuff. I don't remember. <laughs> Maybe. No, I don't have anyone um here to keep me on track. Uh, well, maybe in the future. Maybe. But anyway, so even now. So another thing that I like to do, well, another thing that I did, for goals did I say goals oh choosing goals maybe that's why I chose maybe that's why I was talking about that choosing goals if you don't know how to what to choose yeah (laughs) yeah okay so I choose I choose goals um loose general goals then I work towards that goal and then I just take a line of action towards that and I don't really I'm not really um obsessed with planning how to get there I just do what I need to do like for example I want to transfer to a four-year so I have that goal okay I go to the counselor and do what they tell me to do and I just go with the flow I go with the flow so I'm planning passively I suppose and that works out so and yeah but how to get there I'm not choosing a school I didn't plan okay I have to go to this community college just to go to that let me no, that's not true. I've I've not done that. So, so loose goals and not doing anything. But loose goals and not doing anything extreme and meticulous is what I'm trying to say. So, let's read entry. Skim it. As it turns out, blah, blah, blah. I have areas, blah, blah, blah. Used to freak me out. Blah, blah, blah. Used to feel annoyed. Blah, blah, blah. Blank canvas. Ah, da, da, da. Everything I do, I want to do. Okay. Everything I do, I love. Okay. I keep on trying things out. Yeah, I I said that. Okay. So, (laughs) living this way might be frustrating. Yeah, it is. Because I feel like, okay, this is what I'll end with. Because this is the last line of the entry anyway. So, living like this might, might be frustrating at times. How can this be frustrating if it's so great? Oh my God, future paints itself. Poetic. But it is frustrating because you see other people, like for example, uh, my cousins or something. They just, they have that lightning. And I think it's permanent. They get a lightning strike about something, about a topic or passion, and it sticks with them for the rest of their lives. And they move with a passion. People who move with a passion move differently. And, I, and I'm and i a really passionate person. Really. Passion 
is number one. I won't do anything if I don't like it. If I don't see the point in doing it, and it's not, it's not, um, if it's not, if it's not, um, because there's some things that you don't, you don't want to do because no matter what you have, even if you're passionate, there's stuff you're not going to want to do. But if that stuff has a purpose that leads to my passion, I will do it. I'll do it. No problem. Like, for example, this computer science stuff. I did not like math before. I brainwashed myself into liking that stuff. I brainwashed myself. I'm like, actually, I, I literally searched why is because I I took um what was what I did love, which was like art. I'm creative. So like I, I'm an artist. Um, I'm a writer. Um, if you want to read my stuff at Shot on medium.com, shameless plug. Anyway, so I'm a writer. I like, I used to write, I used to write novels and fantasy stuff and I'm a creative. So I was like, okay, how can math be creative? I did that. Okay. That's how math can be creative. I went to math forms to have the math people that love math tell me why I should love math. And I did all that. And then I'm like, okay, what's making math difficult? Okay, that's make, what's making math difficult because I, I'm having missing links. I went all the way back to, um, all the way back to elementary math and worked my way all the way up to right now pre-calculus. And I convinced myself I love math. And even though I naturally wasn't really into math, so I convinced myself to like math so I can do it because I was passionate about computer science and that's what I need to get the degree and also need to get to do well with what I like. So I'm a very passionate person. So when people have that passion about um, about something like their purpose or something, because I, I I'm not sure what that is yet. I think, I mean, it's very vague. Even my purpose is very vague. My purpose, I feel, I like creating spaces for myself and for other people that are safe. I like making safe spaces to express yourself and not having to worry whether that be on my newsletter or um, whether it be on Medium or whether that is on, um, I actually create safe, safe space templates Notion on my Gumroad, and if you want to find any of those things, they're in the description of this podcast, right? But anyway, I like creating safe spaces, even when people just talk to me for a day. I like making sure that other person feels safe. I want to make sure that person feels heard, and I think this I'm passionate about this because I don't really have that as <laughs> I don't really have that outside of my house. I didn't have that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I make sure, because I didn't have that when I desperately needed it as a kid outside of my house, I uh, make sure I do that for others. So that's something. That's a passion. But how? I don't know. See, I have general areas but no specifics. So um, I feel like those people who, like, have, like, that soul calling they move different and they move with purpose and it's really mesmerizing to see and I don't have that right now I don't have a soul purpose 
like a soul as in S-O-U-L, not soul, a foot. Soul of soul, S-O-U-L. I want that. But that's something that would eventually come because we're already doing everything we need for it. We already, um, because we're already, we're already taking action. And if you have a soul purpose, I'd love to hear about it. Um, you can tell me what you think in the chat of the, of my newsletter, because my newsletter has a chat side of it, which is the cozycomfort.substack.com. If you go there, there's a chat function and you can explain it because I really want to know because I like to know because in other, reading other people's passions and purposes, you can kind of you know, see what, what next to try out or it makes yours clearer or yeah, like that sort of thing. I love hearing about other people's passions and when people are passionate, they light up really and their energy is infectious. So maybe it'll rub off on me, but I think it's okay. I think it's okay because eventually we're going to find out eventually and maybe like I said before maybe not everything is a lightning strike maybe it's a rumble of thunder before the lightning strikes I'm trying to get too poetic poetic here but maybe not everyone has a lightning strike maybe something maybe a passion is something you learn maybe a passion is something that comes on to you before you know it (laughs) be mature uh, maybe, <laughs> or maybe a passion is, you know, maybe passion can take, uh, dawning on a person can take different forms. Maybe it's like a sunset or sunrise, you know, it slowly comes up and brightens their horizon. Maybe it's not lightning all the time. Maybe if I've already found my passion and I just don't know it yet. Honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way. Because I really enjoy not knowing what I'll, where I'll be in 10 years. I really have no idea at all. Which is crazy to think. I have no idea. Will I... Will I... <laughs> maybe that doesn't tell a joke. But I don't know. I have no idea. And there's something amazing about that because I have no idea it could be a bunch of different things maybe I'll be a flight attendant I can't do that (laughs) I love flight attendants but I don't think I could be in the plane for that long all the time but imagine their travel points but anyway uh, maybe let's see what could I be I don't know a public speaker because surprisingly I like that surprisingly I do like that even though I shake like a leaf each and every time, every time before I get on stage, I get scared out of my mind. It's like a roller coaster, you know, you get on and you're going up and you're like, oh my God, what did I do? Especially if you're going on one of those crazy roller coasters. For me, what scares me is free drops. So let's use that example. Get on the free drop. Actually, that's not true because I don't enjoy it when I get off. So um, let's go back to the roller coaster. I'm on a roller coaster going up. So I'm this will be like backstage when I'm about to say my speech. It's like, oh my God, what did you do? What did you do? And then you get to the top of the, you get to the top of the, um, the drop and you're like, oh my God, this is horrible. And then when you go out 
and you're talking you're like shaking like a leaf you like go blank almost so they'll ride you going down and up and all over the place and then you finish the ride you get off and you have this huge rush of adrenaline and you're like oh my god i did that yeah woo wow again and it's like a whole cycle so that's what public speaking is like for me and i quite like that and then this podcast i like it i love it i'm expressing myself I was terrified before I started this podcast. I was terrified before I started writing. I was terrified doing every all the things that I'm doing consistently right now. I was T-E-R-R. Okay. <laughs> so terrified. I'm living up to the engineering student. Um, terrified. Okay. <laughs> T-E-R-R-I-F-I-E-D. Boom. I can't be in a part of a... <laughs> Spelling being is not on the card spelling bee uh contestant is not on this on the card for this 23 year old and i know i'm saying i'm 23 it's because my birthday was um not too long ago november 7th that's november 12th right now anyway but um yeah i have no idea who i'm going to like i i didn't even expect to be living where i am right now i'm living in a completely different country i'm back in the u.s that wasn't on the cards. I was not planning to come back. <laughs> I was supposed to stay overseas. But it's okay. Uh, like, I have no idea what's going on right now. I have no idea what's going on. I have no idea where I'm going to live. Um, I'm okay. <laughs> it's just, just in the future. In 10 years, I have no idea where I'm going to live. I have no idea who I'm going to love. I have no idea who my friends are going to be. I have no idea where I'm going to end up. I have no idea what I mean. I hope I stay where I'm um, the state I'm living in. I love my state, but um, I don't know. It's completely blank. And of course, I have my you know my vision boards. Um, I made one for 2024, and it's my desktop thing, and I'm very proud of it. But I made all these plans. These are just loose goals, loose things that I want. But I haven't got the least idea of what's going to happen. And that's amazing. And that's where we're going to wrap it up. So this was entry number 10 of the slightly chaotic, chaotic. Um, oh, no. What did I do? Where's my entry? It's on a different tab. Did I accidentally close it? Oh, yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> So this is entry number 10, and what's with this passion business was the name of it. This was slightly chaotic, a little bit all over the place, but this was nice. And I'm happy that you listened to it, and I'm happy that you enjoyed it. I'm, I'm being a bit bold here to assume that you enjoyed it. But hopefully you liked it, especially if you reached it this far. So, yeah, this is, was this um, entry. If you want to find me, I have a bunch of links inside of the podcast description if you're listening. Um, if you can't. <laughs> okay, so this anyway, let's just skip all that. Let's just skip all that and just say, hey, if you want to read more of me, you can find me at at Shaw on Medium. If you want to have a hug sent to your inbox, you can always find my um newsletter the cozy comfort.substack.com and what that would do is send you an inspirational encouraging safe space sent to your inbox every wednesday and this podcast comes every tuesday 
So it's like Tuesday, Wednesday, that's back to back love and safe spaces. So, um, yeah, if you want to treat yourself to some self-care based notion templates that are really unique, um, then that's bangtheshaw.gumroad.com. If you want to find any of these things, it is in the podcast description of this episode. So thank you for tuning in to this wonderful and all over the place podcast. This was really fun to make. And I hope this resonates with you. I hope we have a connection. I hope we're clicking. But yes, I'm your podcast host, Baina. And I can't wait to see you in the next episode.